we are back with another fun-filled edition of Flicks and Football. I'm your host, Tony Farinella. This podcast is going to be a little bit shorter than the other podcasts because right now I'm using the free version of Podbean, which only allows for five hours of content a month. And right now, this podcast is not making any money, which is fine. I'm doing it for the love of it, and hopefully down the line it can produce some sponsors and some money, but as of this moment, I don't have any money to spare to upgrade this podcast. So you are going to get five hours of content a month, because that's what the free version of Podbean offers. So some editions might be shorter than others. This will be one of them. It will run about 15 minutes I'm going to get right into it with three quick movie reviews of movies I've watched recently. One of them was a film I highly recommend and one that you should definitely seek out at your local family video if you have one by you or at Redbox. There is one blockbuster still around. Where that one is, I do not remember, but I know there is one blockbuster, but this is a film that you either through Redbox, Family Video, or I would even recommend going out and purchasing it. It's that good. It's one of um, the best films that I have seen in 2018. And there's a film called Searching, starring John Cho and Deborah Messing. That's quite a combination, huh? You have Harold from Harold and Kumar, and you have Grace from Will and Grace. Nevertheless, John Cho plays a father, that is is really struggling to connect with his daughter after the death of his wife and her mother. He doesn't really know how to talk to her, how to reach her, feels like he's bothering her, doesn't know the right things to say. One day, she ends up missing. And he finds out that there seems to be some sort of secret life going on with her. He had been giving her $100 for piano lessons, she was not using this $100 for piano lessons. As a matter of fact, she had quit six months ago, and there seems to be a whole other other side to her that he is completely unfamiliar with, and he's starting to wonder, does he really know his daughter as, at all? Uh, Deborah Messing is assigned to his case, and she's there to help. She's a fellow parent. She has a son, and she wants to help John Cho find his daughter, and get her back home safe and sound. Through here, there's a lot of twists and turns, a whodunit. You think one thing, it takes a left turn. This film is an hour and 41, 42 minutes, and throughout the entire duration, I was glued to my screen. And I kept saying to my wife, this is the kind of movie that unfriended should have been, because this entire film, I believe for the most part, takes place entirely on the computer, and using Skype, and Facebook, and Google, and all the other social media tools. There might have been one or two scenes that were not done through technology, but I'm pretty sure 99% of this movie was done through technology. A great heart-wrenching performance by John Cho as the father. You see him dealing with the grief of, you know, being worried about his daughter, 
trying to get over the death of his wife. Uh, Deborah Messing gives a very understated yet powerful performance as well. This is a film that is really worth seeing, and I think I have a hard time believing that anyone's going to watch this movie and see the twist coming, because the twist really does catch you by surprise. There's about two or three other times where you think, oh, this is, this is the person. No, it's not that person. Searching. John Cho, Deborah Messing. I really recommend that you go out and watch this movie as soon as possible. It uh, came out yesterday, November 27th, on Blu-ray, DVD. It's been available on digital for a while. Check it out. You know, rent it. Buy it. However you need to see this movie. Legally. I just want to say legally. I don't like people who bootleg movies. So watch it legally. Searching. I give it an A-. The next film that I checked out is a film that made a lot of money, had very positive reviews, and gained a lot of publicity when it was released, and that is Crazy Rich Asians, starring Constance Wu, who you might remember from the great television show Fresh Off the Boat, which is one of my wife and I's favorite shows that we watch every Friday when it's on. Hilarious, her and Randall Park make a a great team on that show. The sons on the show are hilarious. Uh, the grandmother, the neighbors. If you haven't seen Fresh Off the Boat, check out Fresh Off the Boat. So with her as the lead in this film, I was excited to see it because she's hilarious as Jessica on Fresh Off the Boat. This is a completely different. This is a completely different performance from her role as Jessica on Fresh Off the Boat. She's sort of a Self-made woman. She works hard. She's smart. She's intelligent. Her uh, mother taught her about how to do things herself and how to be an independent woman and how you have to grind and how you have to do what is necessary to get ahead in life. She's been dating this guy for a while and she doesn't really know all that much about him as far as his family is concerned. Before long, she finds out that he's part of a very, very rich family. And they're not exactly sure that they want her to be part of this family. They sort of look down on her. They sort of see her as not good enough for, for the family, and they don't want her to be part of the family. There's a lot of uh, passive-aggressive attacks towards her and her way of life and her ambition, which... There's a lot of those awkward, uncomfortable family moments that I'm sure we've all experienced that we've ever had to deal with um, dating someone and meeting their family or if you're married and you have to deal with in-laws. And Aquafina's in this movie as her friend. She's hilarious. She's, she's a scene stealer. I really enjoyed when she hosted Saturday, Saturday Night Live. She's really great. Her and Constance Wu have some great scenes together. The problem with this movie, all substance and no... Oh, let me correct that there. Sorry, I'm going to stop myself. This movie is all style and no substance. That's what I meant to say. It's, it looks beautiful. It was filmed in many lush and you know gorgeous locations. However, the film which runs at two hours, does not get interesting until the last half hour. 
there's 90 minutes of seeing all this beautiful things and all this beautiful scenery and sights and the rich lifestyle and all that comes with it, but it doesn't really amount to much. We don't learn all that much about these characters, and we don't really care about these characters with the ex with the exception of Constance Wu. Even, even the actor that plays her boyfriend is not that interesting. He's just sort of this hunk, Nick Young, with all this money. I found him very dull. He's just eye candy for the ladies in this movie. And the film does get interesting and sweet and romantic in the last half hour, and it follows the usual romantic uh, formulas that you would expect from a film like this, but I have to say I had high hopes based on the based on the reviews on the reviews, based on the actors, based on everything that I heard about it. But again, this movie is all style, no substance. I got it right that time. I'm going to leave the, the errors in here, because this is not a perfect podcast, and anyone who thinks that they're perfect and they can just speak eloquently for 15 minutes or a half hour without any errors, they're lying to themselves. So I'm going to leave that in there, my mistake I made there. I think it adds a little uh, flavor to the podcast. I did not enjoy this movie. found it very boring, very dull. I don't get into scenery, glitz and glamour and style. I want a movie with some stuff with some substance. The humor is very scarce. I have to give this movie a D plus. Highly, highly disappointed in Crazy Rich Asians. I don't know what other people saw in this movie that I didn't, but I didn't like it. Did not like it at all. My wife and I watched it together and she said the same thing that she was looking forward to seeing it and uh, the book's very popular, but as far as the film, it just does not work, unfortunately. So, D-plus for Crazy Rich Asians we have, A-minus for Searching. And for the final film I'm going to talk about on today's flick-related portion of Flicks and Football is Happy Birthday to Me, an early 80s slasher. Boy, do I love my 80s slashers. They're some of my favorite movies without a shadow of a doubt. And this one is no exception. Much like Searching, although not quite on the, on the level of Searching as far as the acting and production value, this is another whodunit. And a lot of twists and turns happen in this one. And I, I love those kind of films. As someone who's seen a lot of movies, sometimes I could be a little jaded and I could call out what's going to happen before it happens. This movie... I was informed about it through a uh, YouTuber I watch, who I highly recommend you check out if you're a movie fan like myself. His name is Sean C. Phillips. His handle on YouTube is Cool Duder. He, every Tuesday, goes out, shows you what new movies came out on uh, Blu-ray and DVD, takes you to Target, Walmart, Best Buy, other stores, shows you the new releases. At the end of his videos, he reviews... Um, the new releases that have come out on home video. And he also talks about uh, movies he's seen in, seen in theaters. He sees just about everything. Um, so this film, for like the first 80 or 90 minutes or so, I said to my wife, how is this a birthday movie? Because there's, you know, to quote Roger Ebert, it is a dead teenager movie, where the movie begins with a bunch of teenagers 
and at the end they all end up dying and we find out that this one girl held a birthday party and no one showed up so because of that she's seeking revenge however there's a little bit more to it than that I don't want to get into too much detail because I don't want to uh, give away uh, the film and what happens in it but people are wondering is it really her is she the one that's behind all of her friends uh, dying is it somebody else who is the person that is killing all of her friends and why are they all ending up dead in gruesome ways there's a lot of quick cuts. It's an 80s film, so... Yeah, I guess they couldn't get away with a lot, even though some 80s slashers got away with more. You know, again, I I learned about it from Sean C. Phillips, a cool dude to of YouTube, and I'm glad I did. I got it for $7.50 at Walmart. It's a steal. Many problems with the Blu-ray. No subtitles, no closed captioning. I love that. I always like to hear that, especially for the older movies like this, where the audio was about, I'd give it like an 85 out of 100, but there, there were some moments where I had to sort of turn the volume up a little bit louder than I would have liked. There were also no special features, but for $7.50 to get an old-school, classic 80s indie slasher film, you really can't go wrong with Happy Birthday to me. You know, Again, much like Searching... A lot of twists and turns, a lot of mystery, a lot of... Oh, I think this person did it. Oh, no, wait, this person did it. And you find out that <clears throat> the main character in the film has some memory issues. She lost her mother, much like Searching. So you see everything kind of ties together and has some sort of brain operation that she has blackouts and has trouble, um, trouble remembering things. So she's wondering, am I killing my friends? Or is it somebody else? Because then when she calls someone over, she sees that the friends are not dead in some cases, even though she thought she had killed them. So there's just a lot that goes on in this movie. It's an hour and 51 minutes. Highly enjoyable early 80s slasher film that I highly recommend. Horror movies like this, to me, get graded on a curve. Um, I would give it a, I'd give it a B+. Plus. And go out to Walmart. Not all Walmarts have it, so do a store check before you go and make sure they have it. But a B-plus for happy birthday to me. So to wrap it up really quick, A-minus for searching. Check it out. D-plus for crazy rich Asians. Skip it. And a B-plus for happy birthday to me. Thank you for listening to Flicks from Football. I'll be back on Friday to preview the Green Bay Packers and the Arizona Cardinals. Have a great week.